the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL.com and on the app, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Glad to bring on now from the Ministry of Truth for Life, Chief Operating Officer and Grand Poobah, Bob Butts. Hi, Bob. Hey, Tim. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. Absolutely. We are privileged to run the program each weekday at 5 p.m. and 5.30 a.m. A lot of facets to the ministry. The radio part certainly front and center, folks know about, but there's a lot of other resources people can learn about, too. So I thought we could chat about that. And also, since you're certainly involved in uh, so many aspects of Truth For Life, uh, I'm not sure how many years it has been, but it's been on this radio station for more than a couple of decades and uh, we're glad to have it. We actually had Alistair on the program with us recently uh, talking about the new book, uh, Brave by Faith. So thank you for... Yeah, I, I, heard, I heard about that. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> so he, he, he always lot... makes it fun. Well, yeah. And, I, you know, I understand you actually used to sit in the pew, so to speak, and hear Alistair preach, if I have my facts straight. Yeah, it's, uh, I still do. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a uh, congregant at Parkside Church, so I'm... I'm there on a weekly basis listening to him and others uh, preach on a regular basis. I've been in the same church for many, many years and had several main pastors over that, those times, and each one has a little different personality. Well, I, guess, I guess what you see is what you get on the radio broadcast, but what's it like sitting when you go into church on Sunday morning? You know, um, it, it's it's what I've come to expect. I anticipate going into church that I'm going to hear the Word of God proclaimed, uh, that's my anticipation uh, every Sunday, certainly when Alistair's in the pulpit, and even when the other pastors are uh, in his place preaching, I expect that I'm going to hear from God's Word, and they deliver. And so to be part of the congregation, it's a privilege. Amen. Amen. Bob Butts is our guest, uh, COO of Truth for Life, and again, the ministry airs each weekday after this program at 5 o'clock. And also weekday mornings at five thirty on WFIL. What's your day to day like at Truth for Life? Well, uh, the funny thing is, it, well, in you mentioning that, I got a story for you. Yeah. So, uh, we we have volunteers who are here on a regular basis um, who help put uh, packages together. So things that people order, they put those things together and send them out. And uh, one of uh, our dear volunteers, who was a little elderly at the time asked our producer, Nancy, uh, she said, what's that butts boy do anyway? <laughs> uh, because funny. she didn't really have an idea of, of what I do. So to be perfectly honest, it changes from day to day, but I have been in the seat of the producer uh, and have worked my way through and all the way to the position that I'm in now is as COO. So I've seen just about every side of the Ministry of Truth for Life. Uh, from the very beginning, 
uh, when I was a volunteer producing the weekend version of Truth For Life uh, to the producer to becoming operations manager and all the way down the line to where I am today. So on a daily basis, um, it can change. I'm really spending my time working with the other managers that are part of the team to uh, make sure that the things that we have talked about doing, uh, the projects that we're working on, stay on course. And if we run into uh, roadblocks or bottlenecks, uh, seeing how I can help alleviate those bottlenecks and the projects uh, may continue. So I'm responsible for that and the oversight of that, but I'm responsible too for the financial side to make sure that we're staying within our budgets and and uh, that we are being good stewards of what God has given to us. So underneath underneath Alistair and underneath our board of directors, uh, I'm the one who's responsible. There's a lot There's a lot there. And right there, I, I often ask folks at the end of our conversation how people can pray for you, but you just kind of uh, laid it out there. Some folks take note. You can pray for Bob because, uh, you know, we do this show in part to offer extra opportunities for ministries on the radio station to to do this so people can get to know the ministry in a deeper way. Otherwise, it's strictly through the broadcast, which is great. That's the core of it, obviously. But so that's another reason why we're glad to have you on so people can get a better picture of what Truth For Life is really all about. And maybe we could talk about this in two pieces. One is the is the radio ministry, just for a moment, uh, what goes into it? Because I understand you have the background in broadcasting and how God even got Alistair on the program and on the radio. Just, just share about that backstory leading into, you know, the broadcast of folks here. Well, you know, what I like to say, Tim, is that if if it wasn't me at the beginning, it would have been somebody else because you can't keep quiet what's happening on a regular basis in the pulpit of Parkside Church. Uh, so I just happened to be in the right place at the right time, uh, providentially put there, I, I anticipate by God. Um, and so that's why I say it's a privilege for me to be there. I don't, I don't ever think that it's me that did it. I always say that it's God that uh, used me in the process to get this program going. And so uh, very early on, in the early 90s, um, I had been trained to do production work, and that's really was a passion for me. I loved doing that kind of stuff. And so I approached the elders of Parkside and said, is there something I can do? Can I help in some way? I was working at the uh, Moody Broadcasting Network at the time, and I said, I've, I've got skills. I think I might be able to help. And uh, believe it or not, they said, uh, yeah, go ahead. I, mean, I was a young kid. I was in my 20s. And, and so we uh, tested some of these things, and we started with a program on three radio stations uh, who were willing to put on this program that, that I was producing, and then it expanded to six radio stations. And I approached my boss's boss at Moody and said, hey, when will our program be good enough to put on the network? And he said, well, it's good enough right now. And Moody had a policy at the time, and I think they may still have it, is when somebody passes away that they feel like their earthly ministry in terms of radio uh, for them is done, and they look for somebody else to fill those shoes. And there was a program called uh, The Grace Worship Hour with Dr. Bruce Dunn out of Peoria, Illinois. And Dr. Dunn passed away uh, right about that time, and they replaced his program with Truth for Life Weekend, 
And we went from six radio stations to about 80 radio stations overnight with our weekend program. Wow. And, and so that was really the, the genesis of the program of Truth For Life. Within a couple of years, um, we were approached, Alistair was approached by um, another network uh, executive and asked him, have you ever thought about starting a daily radio program? And uh, gave him all the reasons why they should think about it. And Alistair was like, well, yeah, we don't have anything. We don't have any structure. We don't have anybody. We got this kid in Chicago, and that's about all we have. And and they said, you know what? We'll help you. We'll help get this thing going, and, and we'll work on that. So um, make a long story short, I was working at Moody. I was doing this production on the side on the weekends as a volunteer and then as a, as a paid part-time person. And it then became uh, a daily program at the beginning of 1995. So I moved from Chicago to Cleveland uh, to produce this program. And I, and I still have, I still have the letter that Alistair uh, wrote to me, offering me the job, and essentially saying that if this doesn't work out, we'll make sure that you find the next job. <laughs> and uh, and so I keep that for posterity because it's it's <laughs> right. strange where we where we are now in the and the um, success that God has given to the program and to the ministry, that here I am sitting in a studio in, outside of Cleveland, Ohio, in a building that has been built very specifically for Truth For Life, and looking back on all those years and saying, wow, what, what a wonder God has done. It's amazing to look back and see where, we, where we've come from in the humble beginnings and where we are today. And, and you know what? More than anything, I want to remain humble in relation to this because it's God who has done this. It's certainly not me, but I'm thankful to be used in the process. Amen. Bob Butts, our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show today. He's Chief Operating Officer for Truth For Life, which you can catch each weekday afternoon following this program, also weekday mornings at 5.30. Quick break. We'll keep our conversation rolling in just a moment. WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL.com and on the app, you'll listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in. Our guest today, Bob Butts, he's Chief Operating Officer for Truth For Life which is the ministry, of course, with Alistair Begg at the helm. You can catch that program each weekday afternoon at 5, following this show, also at 5.30 a.m. each weekday, truthforlife.org for more info. And, of course, you go. Uh, you were talking about having a, just a weekend program in the beginning and then going to a daily, and immediately content comes to mind for me, being able to come up with enough material to provide a daily show. Talk about that whole challenge that Truth For Life has. Well, I mean, as long as Alistair has breath and as long as he is in the pulpit at Parkside Church, the material will continue to come. Um, you know, we we continue to air messages that are, you know, 20, 30 years old at this point, and you, you know, the listeners may hear a difference in his voice, uh, maybe a little bit younger uh, at times and a little bit more seasoned now. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of material. And, you know, it's interesting because when people think about starting a program of some kind with material that they have recorded, it really becomes a mathematical problem. Because if somebody hasn't been in the pulpit for a very long time and you don't have a lot of recorded material, you have to keep that program filled for 261, 62 days a year, Monday through Friday, 
Um, and if you don't have enough material to fill that, you're going to be repeating stuff on a regular basis. And so, thankfully, we did have a lot of material. We do have a lot of material. And Alistair is still in the pulpit at Parkside Church, and we're, he's preaching through First uh, and Second Samuel. He's in the Second Samuel now. And so, you might hear some of this material down the road in a year, maybe two years. Um, but it's not an immediate thing that we have to turn around and get out. We're airing content uh, coming up on, you know, from could be five years ago, could be 10 years ago, could yeah. be a year ago that this material was preached, but, but uh, it's, it's constantly coming. It's like anything, right? It, it just, uh, you have to feed the monster. It's always there to be fed. <laughs> Believe me, Bob, I know every day, four to five. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure like, you do. Well, and my background's music radio. So I love interaction, have interviews and contests and the callers and all that. But you always had the songs taking up two-thirds of the hour, something like that, and you had to fill in between. Now, I remember when I first started doing this, this turned out to be a talk show the last several years. I'm like, all right, well, so how are we doing? And, you know, and, you, and uh, not sure how it's going to go. I've actually grown to really like it. But it's different to have 40 or 50 yawning minutes there. Like, well, what are we going to fill with this uh, every single oh, – Yeah, right. T- right. There's tomorrow too? Wait a minute. But to your point, he has been doing this for a long time, and, and the Word of God doesn't change, thankfully. So it's not like it goes out of style. I guess examples right. may – you may have to – depending if there's a, a common reference. Because I know the mission statement for Truth For Life involves um, teaching the Bible with clarity and relevance. Now, relevance doesn't have to mean a current event. It could just mean be done in a way that people get and that those experiences like marriages or whatever else don't necessarily change that much from year to year. So uh, right. it's applicable to daily life. Yeah. And that's why, you know, at the end of our program, uh, you, you, Bob Lapine says where the learning is for living. I mean, there, that content is there in order for us to live our Christian lives. And so that's why we have that where the learning is for living. And it is truth and it's for our lives. And so it's a, it's a great title. Bob Butts is our guest. He is Chief Operating Officer for Truth For Life. Uh, you listen to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app. Uh, a little while ago, you mentioned there is a financial component, certainly to what you're doing, and having to be a good steward of the resources that you have been given. And you might think people would get it, but maybe they don't. Not everybody understands or knows to be on WFIL in Philadelphia. Truth For Life pays a certain amount to be on uh, each year and all that, and, as to all the ministries. So it's it's something that, you know, so I can get paid and feed my kids and all that. So I want to ask you to paint a picture for people to understand a bit about how supporting the ministry of Truth For Life, A, can happen financially or otherwise, and B, what it really means when someone takes the time to do that, even if it's not on super large, a super large level, again, financially or, or otherwise. Just the fact that they took time to interact and, and put their hand up and let themselves be known and that the ministry is appreciated? Well, it's a good question, Tim. Let me answer part B first, because um, having people support us is, is really vital and necessary, as you suggest. We don't know if people are listening or engaging unless they tell us. You know, broad, it's called broadcasting for a reason, right? Because you're you're pushing the stuff out, and and you're looking for people to engage with that content. Um, but we don't know if they're engaging with it unless they tell us that they are, either by sending us an email or by calling us or by sending a letter to us and by supporting us. 
we don't know if they are out there listening to this content unless they actually engage and tell us. And, and in many cases, we assume that there are people listening in, in Philadelphia in particular, in the Philadelphia area, uh, but unless they come back and tell us, we really don't know. And so them taking the time to say, you know, for the number of people who actually do tell us, there's a whole world of people, you know, 10 times that amount, 100 times that amount of people who are actually listening and, and just never take the time to tell us or engage with us in some form or fashion. Yeah. So when people support what we're doing, uh, how can they do that? Well, there's a number of ways that they can do it. We have an app that they can uh, directly uh, engage with the ministry, both by listening to the content or watching the content and or sending a, a donation or sending an email uh, that app will help do that. The website does that as well. And, you know, by writing to us at our address, uh, which is Post Office Box 39,000, Cleveland, Ohio, 44139. You know, I listen to Bob Lapine say that all the time, and, uh, and, and I think sometimes we tune it out because we're just so used to hearing that that we think, oh, yeah, somebody else will write or, or somebody else will give a donation. But, you know, Tim, every little bit, helps. And with each little bit that comes in, you get a, a group of people who together, their small gifts, support a significant amount of ministry that happens. So one of the ways that people can engage with us on a regular basis is what we call truth partners. And again, people who listen to the program hear Bob Lapine say this all the time. Um, the truth partners are the people who give on a monthly basis pray for us on a regular basis, and then their support then helps us to do ministry to provide resources at cost that people who can't afford these things can get these resources, books, CDs, uh, USBs, whatever, at really low costs because of the support of all these people. So our group of truth partners right now just exceeded 17,000 people. Uh, and that sounds like a lot of people, and it is, but that broad support, I mean, we're not dependent on uh, like three or four people who give large donations. We're dependent on, number one, the Lord providing the people to give and support what we're doing. But those 17,000 people on a regular basis, that adds up and allows us then to do more ministry, to reach more people to send out more resources on a regular basis, and they're the ones who make that happen. So people can go to the website. They can go on our app. They can sign up to become a truth partner and give on a regular basis an amount that works for them, and, and then they get to choose on a, on a monthly basis the resources that we offer. So every couple of weeks we change the resource that we're offering and the people can, can uh, as a truth partner, they can request those resources from us. So it really becomes kind of a, a, a great book club uh, for people to get really great resources on an ongoing basis. And, and really that's what we need, uh, those people, that broad base of support to help us with, with what we're doing. Bob Butts is our guest today on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app. Bob is Chief Operating Officer for Truth For Life with Alice Trebeg. Been with the ministry for many years. The program, of course, itself airs right after this one at 5 o'clock each weekday afternoon and 5.30 a.m. 
truthforlife.org for more information on the ministry and to get connected with them. You can also get connected through our site, WFIL.com. Quick break. Keep our conversation going in just a moment on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in today. Our guest is Bob Butts. He's the Chief Operating Officer for Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. That program each weekday, 5 p.m., also 5.30 a.m. Details on it at truthforlife.org. And uh, Bob is on at my invitation. I want to clarify something. We've been talking a number of aspects of the ministry, including the history behind it, but also the financial part of it and the support part of it. And so I had two things. I want to clarify that we invited you on the show, Bob, and wanted to make sure that uh, people know you're not just trying to come on the air and ask for money or something. Uh, and that would be okay, too, anyway. But we invited you because we wanted to get people to have an appreciation, really, for what goes into the ministry being on this radio station overall. And so whether someone does contribute financially or whether they pray or perhaps they send a note of encouragement, all of that added up makes a big difference. It helps you know that people are listening, that they're appreciating, that they're growing. And to the extent that they are supporting you, that helps you be able to spend your time on the ministry itself and planning uh, as opposed to, say, trying to raise funds or raise support. Uh, and specifically those who are truth partners who give on a monthly basis, whatever that amount is, that even further helps you spend your time, you know, on moving forward with the ministry itself and less time perhaps on raising support. That's exactly right. And, and you know, we, we don't spend a lot of time fundraising. Um, we are, as you suggest, we're, we are much more about ministry and wanting to reach people with the truth of God's Word and the gospel of Jesus Christ. If, uh, if we're funded, if, if the support is there, you're right, it allows us to focus so much more on what we are seeking to do in terms of proclaiming the gospel than to try to figure out where our next meal is coming from. Um, And, you know, that support uh, really does make a difference on an ongoing basis. And you're right, we are able to plan, uh, recognizing, hey, all of these people have made a commitment to support us in this way, and then it allows us to set a budget for the next year, and then, okay, what new things are we going to do? What new outreaches are we going to do? What are the things we've been working on for several years that we're going to grow and we're going to develop even further? Um, it does allow us to plan and to make sure that, that we're using, again, those resources in a way that is, is uh, being a good steward and is pleasing to God. Amen. Amen. Uh, Bob Butt, COO for Truth For Life, our guest. Uh, thank you for taking time with us. And I, I just I hammer this home Bob, because I'm a, such a strong believer in the power of one, there's a difference between the narrative going on in the world with any particular topic you see on TV or whatever, and then there's what you can do right around you. And regardless who who's in office, who's not in office, and what laws are passed or not passed, uh, you're able, God gives you a life today to do something. And so the encouragement, I would say, for folks who listen to Truth For Life each weekday, 5 o'clock, if you appreciate the program, it's a binary thing. This is not a guilt thing, but I want to tell you, it's a bi- It's binary. Either you're helping the ministry or you're not. And so I, I just, I, I'm saying this, to, in a, in a, I want to say it in a positive way. Uh, if praying for the ministry is it, do it. If it's writing a note, do it. If it's making a contribution, do it. Don't just think about it. You know, be appreciative and show it in some shape or form. 
be people who act. You can bring about much more good than you ever realized, including for those just tuning in. When you mentioned at the beginning, Bob, I know you said somebody else would have done it uh, if you hadn't, but you were someone that God used to help suggest Pastor Begg, you know, his sermons be on the radio, having been in his church and saying, and that the Lord got that rolling. And so the power of one, a little seed, a, an idea, and look where God took it. Even like you said, six stations to 80 overnight, that wasn't something you planned. You know, so just don't be discouraged in thinking that a small act of prayer or faith by, by making a donation or something is kind of doesn't really matter. Believe me, it, it matters. It, we're humans. We need to know. It's encouraging to hear from people and to be supported. So, Tim, let me, I, I'd love to reiterate, too, what you just said about prayer. If people can do nothing else than to pray, then, boy, that's what we want them to do. Why? Because prayer is fundamental to everything that we do. If we set that aside um, and, and people aren't praying for the ministry and we're not praying for the ministry and what we're doing, then we've really lost uh, a perspective of, of what it is we're actually doing because our dependence is fully on the Lord to provide for all of our needs. And we recognize that God uses means and people are part of that means to support what we're doing. But ultimately, we are dependent on him. So uh, absolutely pray for our ministry, pray for Alistair. One of the things I've been driving home with our staff is our mission. And, and we don't want to drift from the mission. And you stated it earlier, Tim, that uh, our mission is to teach the Bible with clarity and relevance so that unbelievers will be converted, believers will be established, and local churches will be strengthened. How does that happen? By the proclamation of God's Word. And so if we lose sight of that, if we drift from that mission, um, then I would say don't give to us. But if we're maintaining that mission, which I believe we are, then we wholeheartedly want people to come alongside of us in prayer and support in what we're doing. Bob Butts, our guest today on the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Bob is the Chief Operating Officer for Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. That program airs each weekday right after this one at 5 p.m., also 5.30 a.m. each weekday. Truthforlife.org for more information. Quick break. We'll keep our conversation rolling in just a moment. WFIL. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app, you listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Bob Butts, our guest today. He is Chief Operating Officer for Truth For Life with Alistair Begg, which airs each weekday right after this program at 5 o'clock, also weekday mornings at 5.30. More info on the ministry, truthforlife.org. Uh, folks, of course, are familiar with the ministry. It's been on this radio station for many years, and, and that's uh, obvious. But there are a lot of resources, and you've alluded to them during our conversation today, including those that Truth Partners either have access to or make possible to be made available to others at cost. Uh, so anyway, take a minute, if you would, or as much time as you like, and just share about a couple of resources that people have at their disposal if they want to go to truthforlife.org and look around and, and see some good things that could help enhance their lives and help them in their walk with the Lord. Well, you know, uh, obviously all of Alistair's material is available through, through TFL, all of his sermons. And 
you know, people go to the website and or on our app. Uh, all of Alistair's content there is free. All of his sermons are available for you to either download or stream for free. And we have people doing that on a regular basis. Um, you know, we, we keep track of this information because we love to see how people are using this material. And we are counting on, on a monthly basis that we're seeing over 5 million sermons downloaded or streamed every single month. Wow. And we started offering that back in 2009. Um, there were several other ministries that preceded us in doing that. And we asked them the question, well, how do you do this? Why do you do this? And, and there, every one of them said, mission. The mission is to get this content out as far and as wide as possible, to get that Bible teaching out as far and as wide as possible. And, you know, frankly, there are many more people who take advantage of getting that content than will actually ever give to the ministry. So when people give, they're helping to support that. So um, all of Alistair's content and all of his books are available through TFL. A couple years ago, we offered a, uh, a study Bible that Alistair was part of um, procuring and putting together uh, called the Spurgeon Study Bible that was put out by Lifeway, and, and we offered that Bible for, I think it was $30, and it retailed for, I don't even remember, it was, it was some astronomical price, yeah. uh, but we, we got it and we offered it for $30 so that it was accessible for people, and it was a, it was a beautiful leather Bible uh, that people could, could get from us, and, and we do things like that on a regular basis because, again, we want to offer good material. Our monthly resources that we offer are always resources that I take time to investigate, to read, uh, to make sure that it's matching who we are as a ministry and and also often supplements what we're doing on the program. And those resources, again, happen every couple of weeks. We, change, we turn it over and, and offer something different so that we're putting out good material that people can can get their hands on at a very reasonable or low-cost um, price and, and read and or pass it on to somebody else or get it for somebody else. So that stuff happens on a, on a regular basis through Truth For Life, and it's, it's our privilege to be able to do that. The site, by the way, Bob, is it it's just truthforlife.org, or is there an acronym or whatever, shorter version? It, yeah, no, it's true. Well, you, I think we have it. I think we actually have tfl.org, but we usually say truthforlife.org. I think we've got all of them because, yeah, <laughs> because right. we don't want people taking it and using it in a bad way. Right, sure. Right, exactly. Truthfulup.biz.gov. Anything you can think of, we got it. <laughs> By the way, Bob, when we had uh, Alistair on the program recently talking about the, his uh, newest book, um, and we've had him on for, a few, for other books like Pray Big in the past, and Name of, Name Above All Names, I think, with Sinclair Ferguson, too. Part of a grand prize we, we were giving away there in the month of May. Um, but uh, my question was, just for fun, he, he, of course, is a big football in the global sense of the word fan, um, do you have to be a, a, a global soccer fan to work at Truth For Life, or are you allowed to like other things? Um, the answer <laughs> to that is no, but uh, if you don't watch the World Cup, he'll never forgive you. Okay. Well, that's fair. I mean, you know. Do you do you like it? Do you like soccer? Do you like other sports, or do you have have time for any of those? Oh, yeah. Of you know, I, I am not a big football fan in the, in the true sense of the word. 
<laughs> Although uh, I, I think I'm getting more engaged with it as as I learn more. But I'm I'm an American boy through and through, so I'm a big big American football baseball, basketball fan, and those are the things that engage engage my attention from a sporting standpoint. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm, uh, hey, I can, I can get into things just as well as anybody. So, well, but, you have a history yeah. in Chicago, right, and Cleveland, or, I mean, or do you, are, you, yes. are you fans of, of, of teams? you got some pretty good teams in those towns. Well, you know, I, I'm a Cleveland fan through and through. Yeah, I, I happen to be. Uh, in Chicago, when the Chicago Bears won the Super Bowl wow. uh, back in 1985, I was a student then. The Bears. Um, and then soon thereafter, uh, the Chicago Bulls went on their run, yeah. unfortunately beating my Cleveland Cavaliers multiple times to, uh, <laughs> right. to win NBA championships. Yes. So I was in Chicago for all of those things. And uh, as a long-suffering Cleveland fan, uh, it was uh, a beautiful year in 2016 when the Cleveland Cavaliers won the NBA championship and the Cleveland Indians went to the World Series yeah. against the Chicago Cubs and lost in Game 7 to them. I had the privilege of being at Game 7 really? uh, at, at uh, uh, what was uh, Progressive Field and, and watched that Game 7. And it was, it was fun for me to watch the Chicago Cubs fans win the championship because we had just earlier that year watched the Cleveland Cavaliers win the championship. And so we kind of had a, had a sense of uh, camaraderie is like, Hey, congratulations. We understand how it feels. And Mm. so good on you. That's fun. That's fun. That was the game. Was that the game that got rain delayed near the end? Game seven? You know, you should give me a paper cut and pour some lemon juice in it. You (laughs) bring back those bad memories. Well, see just from a couple of perspectives here, my mom uh, grew up in Chicago. So we have, we, you know, if if the Phillies weren't winning, I was rooting for the Cubs. Uh, my dad's from Albany, and so I, you know, didn't have to root for the Yankees. They were already winning all the time anyway. But uh, so I have a, when the Cubs won, I also was was you know glad for them and could appreciate the long suffering the Phillies for many years and a lot of losing. But the uh, the other aspect to it was um, what was I going to say? Oh, now it's going away. Uh, oh, Terry Francona, the manager of the of the Indians was manager for the Phillies here in 1997 through 2000. Uh-huh. And I started yeah. covering the, I was covering the team back then and they were losing night after night. And all Terry Francona used to say was, we're just trying to get better. His post game, he'd, he'd be holding his paper plate of food around, you know, around his desk, <laughs> waiting for the media to ask their questions. He's a very nice man. Very not taking, um, what's the word? Not showing favorites. The, the beat writers and a new guy like me, he'd give us all respect. And I just remember being great. I was like, Oh, Terry's finally going to win the, you know, Opportunity to win with with Cleveland and take that storied franchise, and then that rain delay kicked in right when they were on the cusp. So there's some more lemon juice for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, it, sports are cyclical, right? So yes, uh, being being from from uh, from Albany, uh, you know, you, I don't know if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, but they're a pretty good football team now, and our Cleveland Browns, the same thing. They're 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 on the rise, and so the opportunities always come back around at some point and you know we we always say oh well, i hope it happens in my lifetime kind of thing and right and uh well you know they're cyclical and we'll we'll get back there at some point that sounds fun that's fun our pastor's a browns fan so until recently he's had a lot of material for suffering in his sermons to, to reference but now they're they're doing better <laughs> so i like your i like your pastor already yeah yeah, Bob Butt's been our guest, Chief Operating Officer for Truth For Life, the ministry you can catch 5 p.m. each weekday right after this show, also 5.30 a.m. on WFIL. 
and uh, truthforlife.org, their site. Again, the encouragement to become a truth partner. Uh, I wanted to just point that out and support the ministry in prayer for sure. And just give a note of encouragement. Hey, we're listening on WFIL and um, and in any other way you can too. Uh, Bob, it's great to make your acquaintance and a chance for you know people to hear more about what Truth For Life is all about. It's really It's really been a good time talking with you. Well, Tim, it's been my privilege. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed talking with you as well. Hopefully we get to do it again sometime. In the meantime, have a a wonderful rest of your day and greetings to everyone there at Truth For Life. Thanks, Tim. I'll do that. It's Bob Butts on the Tim DeMoss Show, Chief Operating Officer for Truth For Life with Alistair Begg, which happens each weekday on the air here at WFIL at 5 o'clock following this program. Also weekday mornings at 5.30. You can grab more information on the ministry, truthforlife.org. You can also get to them through our site, wfil.com. Click on the program guide link and you can see all the different ministries on the radio station, including Truth For Life. So whether it's a a note of encouragement to say, hey, we appreciate you. Perhaps a, a note to say that I'm praying for you. Perhaps a financial gift of some sort or any or all of those things. It uh, means a lot. And uh, one of the reasons I want to have Bob on today was for you to get the chance to know the ministry better and gain an extra dimension to appreciating what that program is all about and uh, encourage that back and forth dynamic. It really does mean a lot to any given ministry to hear from you, whether it's support, financial, or prayer, or just a note of encouragement. So please be encouraged to do that on an ongoing basis with any of the ministries and all that you appreciate on the radio station as you have the opportunity. Thank you so much for tuning in. That'll do it for today's edition of the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.